Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle. You're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye-bye. Hey, friendo. Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch Twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson this coming Saturday. We'll be doing our Royal Rumble live reactions along with the Enforcer. That should be a lot of fun. The Royal Rumble is always the best, at least WWE yes. pay-per-view, the one that we look forward to the most. You've got these days, of course, you got not one Rumble, but two Rumble matches. Those were a lot of fun. A lot of intrigue going into the Royal Rumble this uh, this year with the Brock and the Roman and, and all that stuff. So uh, be sure to join us yes, for should that. Be should be should a be lot fun. of fun. Absolutely. Should be lots but, of fun. We're here to talk about, of course, AEW's Beach Break, uh, especially a special themed dynamite um, uh, taking place from, of course, the beachiest city we can think of, Cleveland. Cleveland, Ohio. Ohio. I mean, technically, there are beaches there on the shores of Lake Erie. 
Sure, yeah. So yeah, there absolutely. are beaches. It's not like it was some place that's completely, you know, without yeah. any bodies of water around it. So yeah, I was I was disappointed. Beaches. It's not a place you, know, you think Cleveland when you think not really beach. It's spoken, you know. I was really hoping there would be more sand on the set. They had uh, a really like lame looking beach chair with like an umbrella. And a, and a couple of surfboards. Yeah, that was the extent of it. It was like when uh, we were making our own arena in one of the older <laughs> wrestling games, and it's like you could only have so many <laughs> objects up on stage. You know, it's like right, you only had so many right. like object points to use up there. Right. Um, yeah. And so that's what that's what that's what you got. It's that. Um, it was. Let's a fun, talk about. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say. You know, we got this probably on the thumbnail. I haven't decided what exactly, but we had there was one uh, highly anticipated. Very much expected, didn't happen debut. Johnny Gargano, nowhere to be found. I kind of feel like, you know, we talked about a little bit after the show. He's got a kid on the way. Yeah. And he spoke about in his goodbye to NXT, I want to be a dad for a little bit. I wonder if it's going to be a little bit, quite a bit longer. You know, once once you get that kid around, it's it's sort of difficult to go back to the grind. If you're a new parent, you know, maybe the last thing he wants to do necessarily is go back to the grind of things. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. It's always a possibility, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I primary reason we thought he'd show up tonight is because it was in Cleveland, it's his hometown. If there's been in any other city in America, in North America, anywhere else in the world, probably mm-hmm. would have thought it. But with it being in Cleveland, it's like, oh, okay. AEW t- tends to give fans, especially hometown fans, moments they want. Oh yeah, yeah. And and having Gargano debut in front of hometown fans would have been a huge moment i'm sure for johnny it would have been a huge moment for cleveland didn't happen we did get a debut though we did yes a very nice very evil debut um yes danhausen uh main appearance during the main event the lights out match adam cole pulled a chair out from under a ring uh at the other end of that chair was danhausen Mm -hmm. um uh, you know danhausen has has built himself quite a following uh, via social media via uh, countless indie matches, a stint in Ring of Honor. He's just coming back mm-hmm. from injury. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how AEW uh, uses him within their their stories. Um, he's, he's, he's a very different approach to a pro wrestling character, a very interesting oh, yeah. one, a very entertaining one. Oh, um, highly entertaining. And I'm yeah. really curious to see how he's woven into the fabric of the stories they're telling. I mentioned this during the live stream. By the way, thanks to everybody for hanging out with yes, us during the live stream. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to put up the, like, our more extreme reactions, like, for example, to that bonkers opening match, yeah. uh, which was absolutely crazy. Uh, but I'll put them up on the, the brand-new Friendo Club TV channel. Um, yeah, I, I mentioned this. You know, We we'd sort of talked a little bit about uh, somebody in our chat had said, you know, I hope if Orange Cassidy wins the Lights Out match, which he did. Uh, that he goes on and doesn't have another, you know, months long pointless feud like that person considered uh, the the Matt Hardy feud to be with. I think a lot of people considered that to be a pretty underwhelming feud. Um, Orange Cassidy is one of those characters that I don't think it's the easiest thing in the world to figure out how to, you know, crack his creative necessarily on a consistent basis because while he is wildly popular, he's also a, just a different character that doesn't always come across as like a normal human does you know um and so dan Housen is kind of in the same kind of boat in terms of he's unique 
He is not your normal, you know, hey, I'm a pro wrestler guy who can beat people up like a Daniel Garcia, for example, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or most of the people on the roster who just come across as like regular people. Dan Housen's a character. Um, and uh, but and again, a wildly popular one coming into the company without having the national exposure necessarily beyond, like you said, Ring of Honor. Um, it'll be very interesting, but I have no doubt that Dan Housen's one of those guys who will bring his own creative yeah. to the table, which is the kind of thing that could sink or swim me in AEW. As we've seen, you know, Big Swole had mentioned this in her podcast. You got to come with, you know, your own creative ideas to be considered an AEW. Mm-hmm. And to some people's detriment, unfortunately, they're unable to do that. Um, I have no doubt that Dan Housen is going to be able to do that. It's going to be very interesting to see where he fits in the AEW sort of scheme of things. Yeah. I'm, I I love Dan Housen. He's, he cracks me up. Yeah. Uh, he's wildly fun. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. I mentioned this also during the stream. I can't imagine what it's like being somebody who's into AEW, but might not give a shit about the larger wrestling community, knowing, maybe not knowing about him yeah. and the way he was introduced in such a great way. Adam Cole going under the ring to find a chair or some foreign object and pulls out Dan Housen. Yeah. And then he gives him the curse and then he, and then he walks off. Yeah. I, I love that kind of stuff that AEW is like, yeah, we'll just bring this guy in. You know, yeah. if people don't who know who he is, they, now they, they're going to know who they, they are. They typically find a good way to bring people in that is mm-hmm. consistent with their character, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, totally. They're generally yeah. pretty good about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of going back to Gargano, uh, Zondo here in chat says, Gargano tweeted about not debuting, quote, I heard you and you have no idea how much it means to me that you're excited to see me back at it. It's scary to step away because your insecurities say they'll forget about you. Uh, but you haven't forgotten, and I promise that I will make it to you as soon as possible. That's cool. Well, thank you, Zondo, for having yes, us for breaking you, that for us. Um, our our community really is the it's best. The we like best. We, by the end of that, we had like six hundred people pretty watching crazy. with us. That was crazy. awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, three hundred three hundred and thirty right now. What's up, everybody? Um, so yeah, uh, that that was a that was a very welcome surprise. Uh, and like you said, you know, we, we had sort of mentioned this also a little bit, and we've m- mentioned this off and on. Uh, AEW tends to stick to the eastern sort of half of the United States. So far they have, yeah. And, and I have no doubt that once Gargano, assuming he doesn't show up at the Rumble or something, once he's ready to come back, and if he does elect to come to AEW, I'm sure they can find a date in Cleveland where yes. they can make that happen. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, kinda- it's kind of... It's kind of refreshing, and somebody just wants to just go chill yeah. and like just go go enjoy the birth of your kid. Mm-hmm. It really is, depending on how many kids you have. I mean, there's only one first, I guess, uh, and uh, and yeah, so enjoy that. Yes, and, absolutely. Uh, we'll, absolutely. We'll be look. Nobody's gonna forget about John. No, no, no one's gonna forget about John. He's been wrestling pretty much nonstop for like more than a decade, so mm-hmm. I'm sure it's good yeah. for his body just to take some time off to heal. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the other kind of surprising uh, uh, outcome of the day. Uh, Cody Rhodes, no longer TNT champion. Uh, Sammy Guevara 
defeated him in a ladder match, which all sorts of crazy stuff happened. Oh, my gosh. All sorts of crazy stuff. We'll get into the details when yeah. we break down the match. But this leads to kind of scratching your head as to why Cody Rhodes won the title in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, that's what we're here to speculate about. Yeah, I know. So since he <laughs> won it the first time, and tonight, obviously, there was the rumors that he's working with no contract. Mm-hmm. Now, we kind of speculated during the show him dropping that belt is that in service of feeding into whatever story he has planned for himself you know and maybe because he's not TNT champion anymore people at least can be under the impression whether it's true or not he has no contract I'm sure speculation is going to fire right back up is he going to be in the rumble I don't think he is I don't think he is either but there's still eight spots left well Seven, if you consider Brock. <laughs> um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what Sky Bet says tomorrow. Um, I don't know. You know, I, it, dude, there's a there's a lot. I don't I don't even know if we have time necessarily to unpack just Cody with everything. You know, working potentially without a contract, or is he? Is he working us? He had mentioned his contract not being the one that he wanted last week in his weird promo mm-hmm. um I, I i don't know he is doing this weird cody meta storyline thing yeah that may or may not have the blessing of tony khan the not just the owner but the head of creative at AEW. um the rumble is right around the corner is this to trick us into thinking he's going to be at the rumble would there be a weird thing? Well, now that he doesn't have a contract, would WWE take him? Let's just consider it for a second. Would WWE take him for a one-off appearance in the Rumble, knowing full well that he's probably going to go right back to AEW? Because he has a bunch of other obligations on the network. Um, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know, but it makes for an intriguing next few days. It or does. Next, you know, it does. I'm, sure, so. I'm sure tomorrow and Friday there's going to be a lot of chatter about surprises in both the Rumbles, and that includes Cody, and I'm sure a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one That's one thing that makes Rumble season so exciting. Yeah, I know. It's all I the know. surprises. Don't because, know like, you, you don't, you know, Edge denied it up and down. He's always terrible at that, though. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not, like you said, I'm not expecting it at all. No. But it's been a really weird couple of years in wrestling. That is true. Uh, And so I kind of don't, nothing, I don't think anything would completely floor me anymore because you just never know. And I think the speculation is great. I think it's healthy. I think it's fun. Like you said, it's what what makes Rumble season Rumble season. And nobody knows that better than Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Guy who spent the first however many years of his career. Decade, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm sure he knows what he's doing. I think that the great thing about that TNT title or now titles, Sammy is sporting both of them during his little, uh, well, I'm guessing going forward, he's just going to have the one. Cause usually the I would, uh, interim is, is, is unified with main title. The interim one just goes away. He should just like fuse both titles. So just weld yes. them, weld them together. Yeah. Um, the great thing about the TNT title is that it adds one element that I really appreciate in wrestling and that's unpredictability. You know, I feel like the AW world title, we can kind of get a sense of where that's headed, where that's mm-hmm. going. Even the the women's world title, kind of we both feel that Thunder Rose is probably going to get it next. Chance, chance for that to happen, yeah. 
Um, but the uh, the world title, but the TNT title is kind of all over the map. Not not always for the for the best. You know, Sammy's first run with the TNT title was not great. Cody gets it back, and then he drops it right Let me ask him. you this then, because maybe one of the reasons, or could you do you think maybe one of the reasons that they did the quick title change in the back to Sammy was to try to add some adversity and some weight to Sammy's reign? I thought about that too. It could be like a restart, you know. Maybe they maybe they saw, hey, this isn't going great. Let's get this Cody character here, who like is the trying to be the Triple H of AEW. He gets it from Sammy. Everybody thinks, oh, it's a foregone conclusion. Then they give Sammy this big match where he shows what he can do. Mm-hmm. I'm not always sold on, on on Sammy's character. He doesn't give me a lot to give a shit about. But his wrestling, we have to be honest, is fucking outstanding. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Yeah, he's a phenomenal wrestler. Um, yeah, he is absolutely. Um, and there, there, there are several people who I consider not terribly compelling. I'll watch every match. There's Roderick Strong as a guy I've never felt terribly compelling, except for the one time in Undisputed Era when he was doing some really good heel comedic stuff. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, but I'll watch his matches all day long because he's great. Um, Sammy's kind of in that area for me too. His matches are terrific, and tonight was a real showcase for mm-hmm. it. That cutter where he just leapt onto the ladder oh, rung and insane. launched himself off was so smooth that was crazy. and so beautiful crazy um so it could be it could be that it was like hey let's give this guy a, a restart plus cody can use that moment to tell the story a little bit of intrigue mm-hmm. who knows if he's going to be on rampage on friday cody might show up on rampage because they're probably taping it right now yeah drop a promo or something yeah drop a promo add some more intrigue i mean i don't know we're going to be probably sitting here uh, if 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 any spoilers show up on social media, we won't yep. go into those no, if no, we no. see them. And in fact, during the show, I was after the, the his match against Sammy, which opened the the dynamite this week. Later on, they had a bit where Sammy was doing the sign thing during picture in picture, and I was half expecting, even before that, after Cody lost, at some point he would do an interview or something backstage. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. where he he could, he could do the thing. Well, yeah, it's a tough loss out there. I don't know what I'm gonna do next. Time to do some reevaluation. Something along those lines, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Do I belong here? Yes. I mean, that's all he's got to say. Do I belong in AEW? Or is it time um, for me to go write another list? You know, something like that. Yeah. Of course. I could totally see him doing that. Famous list yeah. that he posted on Twitter of all the stuff he wanted to do after he got released from WWE. Yeah. Oh, innovative. Innovative. Everybody started doing lists after that. Yep. Yep. True innovative. I mean, you got you, you, Cody Rhodes. Say Say what you will about Cody. You have to appreciate the way he left WWE and then just completely like blew it up. Man, you we were there when he, he was getting just booed by people. Mm-hmm. He was playing that shit well, up. His time that, in New Japan was so much that. fun. Yeah, no, even before that, we saw him at a at a PWG show. Yeah. Like maybe the February after he got released. Yeah. And he was still you know, they were they were chatting Cody, Cody, Cody F and Rhodes. He was still well mm-hmm. within I mean, granted, he was fighting uh, TNA superstar Trevor Lee. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's something to do with it. But the fans were still behind him at that point. It was yeah, after yeah. he joined Bullet Club and stuff that you know he he became maybe top heel in the entire business. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Boy, people were on him. Uh, let's see. Let's here. talk Dynamite mm. as a whole. I guess it was bookended with two really, really, really good matches. Yeah. Um, I thought Layla Hirsch versus Red Velvet was was really good too. There was mm-hmm. just a whole lot. Of talking 
in between. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, we all want, we all love uh, CM Punk and MJF uh, largely for their promo skills. Don't need 20 minutes of it in one shot, especially when there isn't a whole lot being said. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they, yeah. CM Punk, he came out during the episode, uh, wanted to throw down right then and there with MJF. MJF comes out and this dude just starts talking, 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 and it kind of just sucked the air out of a lot of stuff. It really did. It was, uh, it was, it was really, really long. It took, it, yeah, it, it was. It, they took the long way to say not much at all. Um, like there is a, a, a Britt Baker promo se- uh, segment as well. Again, didn't really say a whole lot. Mm. Nothing to advance the story per se, because other than I mean, she's not even really in a feud with anybody right now, is she? No, she's not. She's not. So she, like if, no, they just did that. They just did that. Uh, yeah, they did. She she just got out of a match with the the mixed tag match. Yeah, with with Statlander, and she's in a feud with Layla. Hirsch. Layla Hirsch now. Yeah. So, like, if someone had come out at the end of this and interrupted, would it would have advanced something. something. It just yeah. didn't really advance anything. Yeah. And honestly, if it was just that in a vacuum, it would have been like, okay, well, she just she said her piece. She won all those PWI awards. Uh, but it was sort of like you know, it's still we're still reeling from the MJF CM Punk mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I mean, look, it was Beach Break was worth it for the the opening match alone. Yeah, was just had me on the edge of my seat. It was it was pretty thrilling stuff. We must well dive into it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home. It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh-huh. So the first high spot here, and there are many. So there's a pretty damn tall ladder, probably 12 feet, 10 or 12 mm-hmm. feet, a step in the middle, mm-hmm. close to the middle of the ring. And then Cody sets up uh, uh, another ladder um, that's, I don't know, like six or eight feet tall. Anyways, so uh, Cody ends up hitting the superplex off the tall ladder on Sammy. And then uh, throw Sammy to the ladder. Picture in picture, he's hitting him with the weight belt. He's just he's just beating the heck out of Sammy. 
We come back from commercial, and Cody has a ladder set up upside down. So the very top rung is on the mat, and so it's like a V facing upwards. And then he throws Sammy into the opening of the ladder, and it kind of closes on him a little bit. Probably pinched him. That looked like it sucked. We'll see that. Yeah, it's when you can get – it's funny because, look, we've seen a ton of ladder matches. I don't remember anybody being thrown into the mouth of the ladder like like that. that, no. Uh, And, yeah, because you just think the pinching – on exactly. the on the thighs or the oh, stomach, the, the, the thin stomach, skin, the on rib your area, stomach that would probably really hurt. Rough. So Rough. then Cody puts Sammy in a figure four around the ladder. Um, he sets up one ladder under the belts. Uh, hits Sammy hits with a couple clothesline. Goes on a little bit of a run. He's looking for a springboard. Cody just throws a ladder at him, and this is when he sets up the smaller ladder in the corner. Sorry. And so yeah. Cody climbs the the taller ladder. Mm-hmm. Sammy leaps onto the top rung of the of the smaller ladder, the very top. And then basically does a springboard cutter off the smaller ladder on Cody while he's towards the top of the taller ladder. Where Nuts. did so which I'm trying to think this is remember this in my head and I have a terrible memory. He leapt onto the top of the smaller ladder from like what the third rung down? No, from up? the corner. He was in the corner. Oh, it was from the corner. That's why it was from the corner. Man. He got up in the corner, got, jumped up on the top of the, God, the smaller ladder, nuts. and and it was smooth, seamless. It was so see, and he did it without hesitation. Yep, man. Uh, so Sammy then moves that smaller ladder closer to the taller ladder. Uh, they both climb the their own ladders. Cody hits Sammy with the crossroads off the ladders. Uh, he climbs. Cody does. Sammy follows him, and then they're both hanging on to the I don't know what you call it, but basically the thing that's holding the belts up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 so the ref moves the ladder out of the way. They both fall off that thing. Uh, Cody then slams a ladder on Sammy's leg down the floor, and then Fuego runs down, and he's just giving mm-hmm. Cody a bunch of crap. Of course, Fuego oh, yeah. and Sammy, like best friends, but Fuego friends. is also mm-hmm. uh, friends with Cody. That's what commentary yeah, said. From what we understand. Yeah, yeah. that's what commentary yeah. said. So Cody's yeah. like, he gets in the ring, Fuego follows him, so Cody just drops him with a tiger driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah. Sammy uh, does a springboard. Cody catches him, looks for a tiger driver on Sammy, but Sammy blocks, sends Cody out of the ring, hits him with a corkscrew tope, uh, follows with a, a GTH on the floor, and he pulls out this huge ladder from under the ring, and he puts Cody on a ladder that had been set up early in the match between the apron and barricade, climbs a huge ladder, hits the swanton off there, um, so back in the ring. He starts climbing the ladder under the under the belts. Cody climbs the opposite side. They brawl up there a little bit. Sammy hits Cody in the head with the titles and then uh, retrieves both belts to get the win. Man, he deserved it. All that crazy shit. And Cody did spectacularly as well. But, man, Sammy was so smooth and so just, just – it, it, it was reminiscent of old school Jeff Hardy. I guess current day Jeff Hardy too. That dude still does crazy shit. Yeah, he does. Um, yeah, that was great. Uh, we cut to uh, the snow. <laughs> and we're outside. The frozen tundra of Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, 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 Starks looks like he's ready to go some, do some skiing. He's yeah. got the goggles on. Hobbs has on, uh, w- without a shirt, he's got on his, uh, his spray-painted overalls. Airbrush, airbrush. I'm sorry, his airbrush overalls. And, and, a, and a wonderfully, I, I'm hoping it was a faux fur coat. Mm-hmm. It might have been an actual fur. I don't know. I'm against that. But he looked like a million bucks yeah, regardless. he did. He did. And <laughs> he so awesome. Shivani's out there, too, and uh, for an interview. And uh, Hobb says, hey, you know, Dante, you beat me last week. I'm going to chalk that one up to luck. Let's see how your luck fares next week. 
And then Stark says, well, hey, Jay Lethal, I forgot about your challenge. So next week in Chicago, it's going to be us one-on-one. And Shivani says, you know what? My my hand is frozen to the mic. And Will Hobbs just says, so. So. (laughs) Good. Oh, it's awesome. It's good. So this is the second match. They got to give Hobbs this win, right? I hope so. You got to give Hobbs this win. You got to start pushing Hobbs, man. I know they really should. Hobbs is great. He is. Uh, after that, we had uh, Wardlow versus uh, a couple of suckers, man. Uh, Elijah Dean and James Alexander. And we had a bet going. The over-under was five and a half mm-hmm. on power bombs. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, Wardlow, listening in, knows I have channel points on the over. Hits three power bombs on Elijah Dean. Three power bombs on James Alexander, the last of which was on Elijah Dean, so they're stacked. He puts his foot on him and gets the win. Yep, yep. Wasn't the last powerbomb we'd get from Wardlow tonight. Nope. Uh, then we have Inner Circle members, Chris Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz versus 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. Uh, Inner Circle is not getting along. Essentially, Santana and Ortiz were, were freezing Jericho out of this match. They would not tag him in. Uh, I think Jericho was supposed to start the match, and then he got instantly tagged out by either Santana or Ortiz. Um, And uh, down towards the end, uh, Ortiz is in the position to make a hot tag, and and both Jericho and and Santana are on the apron. Mm -hmm. And Jericho really wants to get in. Well, Ortiz tags in Santana. Santana goes on a bit of a run. Jericho steps off the apron and starts slowly backing up the ramp. Is he Mm going to walk out on his uh, inner, inner circle Stable dates. Uh, so uh, 2.0 set for double team on Santana. Jericho comes in, pulls uh, Jeff Parker out of the ring, mm-hmm. and then uh, Matt Lee kind of reaches down to see what's going on. Jericho hits him with the Judas effect, and then Santana uh, hits Lee with a pile driver to get the win. I was yeah, kind of hoping they, Jericho would walk out and Santana and Ortiz would win this themselves because in, that's what that's what Santana said last week, Ortiz said last week. It's like, hey, we're going to show next week that maybe we don't need you anymore. Yeah, yeah, and of course they're just chirping at each other as Jericho walks up the ramp. Mm-hmm. Uh, the inner circle is not okay. It's not all right. Uh, we had uh, a Lance Archer Hangman Page video package to set up. They're having a Texas death match in two weeks. What is the amount of gallons that Hangman's going to bleed this year in 2022? Oh, wow. Lots, because that's going to be. I, I thought Lights Out tonight was going to be bloody, but this this Lance Archer Texas death match. Oh boy. There's going to be blood. It's going to oh, yeah. be gnarly. It is. Yeah. It is. And and they're really they're really they're putting Hangman through the through the grinder here. They really they are. are. Two that, brutal even, matches dude, against Danielson and now a Texas death match. Even the start of this feud with I that know. blackout on the chair. Ah. Oh man, that's going to be rough. Yeah. Yeah, it is going to be rough. <clears throat> Uh, then we get a Christian. Oh, go ahead. Had, go ahead. Yeah, we had uh, we had a creepy little bastard, Christian Jurassic Express, and on the other side of Tony, we had the uh, Hardy family office. It was Hardy and uh, Private Party. Christian says, uh, "When you're champs, everybody's gunning for you." It's like a split screen, but they're in the same place. Yeah, they're right. Uh, next everybody, to each other. <laughs> everybody's gunning for you. Hardy says, "No one cares about him. Nobody cares about Private Party. They're the best team to come down since the Hardy Boys." It's our time on Friday to become tag champs. Jungle Boy looks at Isaiah's watch and says, uh, that's fake. Oh, I know. 
I know. That was great. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, then we had a whole lot of talking from Phil, from CM Punk, and from MJF. Let's let's do an exercise in how efficiently. Okay, here I I'll- know I felt so bad because you were taking all these notes, and I'm just thinking, man, you we got to start like just. Here's the thing: I type <sighs> with the hopes that something good or meaningful or memorable is going to come of it, and so I want the context of that. And this is a situation where really wasn't a whole lot of that. So Phil comes yeah. out, uh, you know, he's like, "Hey, Cleveland, I hope you're not sick of me yet." Hope you're not sick of me talking, says, because I am. I'm here. I'm dressed to fight. You know who I want to fight. Chant his name. They start chanting MJF. He talks about how he has MJF's scarf still and how when he when he grabbed it from MJF, he thought that would bring out the fight in MJF. It didn't. He realized the scarf is cheap. Um, and he says, I want MJF to come to the ring. Uh, let's do it tonight. He says, I'm realistic, though. MJF, <laughs> is if I call him out, he'll come, with, uh, come up with every excuse in the world. He says, I've gone through everybody else in Pinnacle. I want MJF, and uh, I want him tonight. Yeah. I uh, like the Bell villain says, no, we need verbatim and with voice acting. <laughs> oh, Sorry, I can't good. do that. So MJF comes out. Uh, so he's like, hey, crowd, want to see me wrestle? And of course they do. He just looks in camera and says, no, you think I'd waste one of the most historical matches in wrestling history on Cleveland? He says, I'll do you one better. Uh, I'll, I'll give you the match you've all been waiting for. Next week's Chicago will be CM Punk against. He milks it. And he says MJF. And I think the crowd was so expecting him to say somebody else that when he said MJF, there was like basically no reaction it sounded like. <laughs> I think everybody's right, expecting yeah. to say Dax Harwood, Cash Wheeler, yeah. you know? Yeah. And he said or MJF. New, yeah. Um, Juventud Guerrero. Yeah. And so he says, uh, these people may want the match right now. The match will be spectacular. The finish will be upsetting. Um, it's going to be upsetting because when I win, you're going to see that smile leaves Punk's, that fake smile leave Punk's face because he's not getting what he wants. He's going to blame mm-hmm. his failures on everybody else. And the hero who claimed during his return that he was back will say on February 2nd, I'm leaving again. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, MJF said it was a slap in the face when Punk said he left in 2005, but that wasn't true. He left all the fans when he was supposed to make an appearance in Cleveland 2014. I think it's eight years to the day, I read on Twitter. Mm. Ah, okay. Um, and he says, what makes you think, fans? Punk won't do it all over again. Uh, he says, all the Punk chants won't stop Punk from turning his back on you and then complaining about it on a podcast. And Punk just says, yeah, a podcast you listen to. Uh, Punk says these aren't mutually exclusive sentiments. The best thing I ever did, did was leave. The best thing I ever did was come back. 
And if I mm-hmm. didn't come back, MJF, you wouldn't have this brush with greatness. Go back there, lace up your boots, come out here and handle your business. When we all know that you can't. Uh, Punk says, I never lied to people. Some of the, some of the fans love him, some hate him. But he'd rather be him and try and fail to be MJF and talk a big game and never show up. He said, MJF, you paid to see me. You paid to stand in line to get my autograph. And how, are you, how dare you put it on these people? The people don't love him because he wins. They love him because he gets back up and he fights just like Cleveland does and just like Chicago does. And MJF says, all right, let's test this real quick. Starts taking off his watch. FTR and Wardlow come down. They all start walking down the ramp. And then Spears attacks Punk from behind. So they're all beating up on Punk. Mm-hmm. FTR holds Punk down. Spears hits from the back with a chair. And uh, MJF yelled at Punk, get up now. Get up now. Mm-hmm. And Punk does. He grabs MJF yeah. by the scarf and tries to pull him closer. I think it's Dax that punches him. And then MJF tells Wardlow, powerbomb. Mm-hmm. And so FTR puts Punk in position for a powerbomb. Spears puts his chair down. And Oof. Wardlow, with a bit of hesitation. A little bit. Yeah, he milks a little bit. Yeah, Hits Punk with the powerbomb on top of the uh, chair. And then MJF sits uh, cross-legged on Punk's chest. Yeah. It says, isn't it apropos that the place where your journey started will be the place it ends? Yeah. So this is kind of interesting. I mean, given, you know, it's long, we bitched about it, whatever. Um, they're doing this match next week in Chicago. Uh, it's not a pay-per-view. That's a big deal match. It is. Is this going to be AEW typically doesn't do wonky finishes, but is this a situation where they might? How's this? How do you see this going down? This could be an overbooked finish. Okay. Yeah. Where you have, it takes basically the entirety of pinnacle to come out and help mm-hmm. MJF get this win. You, mm-hmm. you don't know the dynamic is going to be with MJF and Warlow during the course of all this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd be surprised yeah, if. Yeah. Well, Zondo has a good one here. He says, "I bet Wardlow punches MJF, so MJF wins." They could go back to that. Thing. Oh, it could be. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't see be. Punk being pinned in Chicago. <sighs> Me neither. But this isn't a typical WWE situation no, it's either. Not. It's not. Like this is a situation where. You might want that heat on MJF, you know? Because we're all pretty conditioned based on AEW booking is that the hometown yeah. wrestler generally goes over. They get the moment. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see if they go all in on this in terms of like being a pay-per-view level type thing or if it's going to be an overbook mess or something silly like Zondo here suggests. That could be. Uh, right after that, we. <laughs> it's funny. I think you got your plate of food at this moment. And you're like, oh, I can finally dig in. And then all of a sudden, the Acclaim show up on the TV, and they're talking. I get two bites. I'm like, okay, no disrespect to the Acclaim. <laughs> I like them a lot. But they just dropped a promo setting up uh, Bowen's match against Mox on a, on a, on Rampage this Friday. I think they were talking about how the last two times they ran into Mox, like he cheap-shotted them or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bones, yeah, was, Bones yeah. has a match. Uh, I think uh, is that on Dynamite or Rampage? It's on Rampage, Rampage on Friday. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, after that, oh, I was out of the room for this one. All right, I'll cover this then. So we had a, a interview with uh, the Pillman's members, uh, Griff Garrison and Julia Hart. But before they said anything, Mark Sterling walks in. He says, uh, "Jade Cargill has chosen you, Julia, to be her next challenger for the TBS title. But I need you to sign this release because you got an injured eye." So if you get hurt during the match, Mm -hmm. you won't, uh, uh, you know, uh, say Jade was the cause of it. Mm -hmm. And Griff says, hold on, Julia, you should really, you know, take some time and heal up. And Julia just says, 
I could fight my own battles and sign something. Ooh. Yeah, well, lay off, Pillmans. After that, we had Layla Hirsch versus Red Velvet. I like this match because it was kind of all on the messy side. It felt more like a fight than like a match match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and in the end, of course, uh, uh, Layla uh, makes uh, Red Velvet. Uh, no, she gets a, that's right. She gets a roll up here because yeah. she had her. She had her in an arm bar. Velvet was able to get her foot on the bottom rope. Yeah. Uh, Velvet hits a shin kick, looks for a head kick. Layla catches it. Uh, and rolls up red with a handful of tights for the win. Yeah, and afterwards Layla starts uh, attacking Velvet again, puts her in an arm bar, and uh, Statlander runs down to make the save and then chases mm-hmm. Layla Hirsch up the ramp. She gets the middle finger for her efforts, yep. too. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a House of Black video package. First, it was Malachi, but he was on one side of the screen, so you know there, the negative space there was going to be big old Brody King here. Malachi says the House... Of black is built on conflict. Brody King is the embodiment of violence and conflict. We'll be thankful for him. Brody shows up, says, uh, "Hey, Pack, uh, you denounce the house, and for that, you're gonna be humbled. Uh, you're gonna. Uh, he will pray for salvation because just like death." And then he walks away. Malachi finishes a sentence. Says they are inevitable. Yeah, I, I maybe wrote down maybe like twenty-five, thirty-three percent of what they're saying because I had a plate of food in front of me. <laughs> And Malachi uh, gets a uh, lot in. <laughs> he's a very chatty guy. He's and very, he uses a he's lot very of fast with his words. He, yeah. he does, yeah. He yeah he gets a lot in in his promo. So I just try to get the the important bits. No, that's good. You know, I just put on the voice, and I, I hope that carries it. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think that that's the important beat. So after that, we had uh, Sammy was doing the sign thing during picture in picture, and then we had a uh, Britt Baker. She came down to collect her PWI awards. Um, she says it's been a while since I've had a chat with Cleveland. Um, but just because I haven't been around on the mic much, don't think I'm a stranger to it. She says every time MJF and Punk are talking, uh, they say her name. She says, but look at the year I had. I got match of the year, most improved female wrestler of the year. And I told you 2022 was to be the era of the DMD, and I was right. Mm-hmm. And then she starts talking trash about Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Uh, then she says, I, all of, I, everything I accomplished, uh, I did with a broken wrist. She says, this division was a wasteland before me, and I made it a utopia. Anyone could have made the, the division theirs. See, she says, I didn't take anyone's spot. I created the top spot and became the face of AEW. She says she's been making history ever since she got here, the first woman to sign a contract with the company, the first woman to main event, and she stands here as voted by all of you, the female wrestler of the year, and then she talks more crap about Baker Mayfield and the Browns. But she says, I'm here for you, so uh, I won't settle uh, to um, to just be uh, female wrestler of the year. I want to be female wrestler of the decade, and might as well, uh, you might as well give it to me now because I'm not going anywhere. Says, I'm, she says, I'm the champ you all deserve, and Cleveland finally has a baker they can count on. Ooh. Uh, after that, Vicky Guerrero, <laughs> she excuse me. It's like, oh, what? More talking? Yeah, so much talking. It was this way was too this much was talking. quick though. This, this was one quick. was yes. quick though. Yeah. So Vicky and Nyla come to the stage. Nyla grabs a mic, says, "I should be the TBS champ." The only reason I'm not is because of Ruby. Says, uh, "If we wrestled a hundred times, I'd win ninety nine of them." And I want Ruby Soho next week. That should be a good match. That should be a good one. That should be a good one. Then we had our main event: Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy. I hope Adam Cole is all right. The finish of this match had a bit of a scary spill. Where they both okay. climb up on top of the tunnel, and then Orange 
hugs Adam Cole and then flings them both off the top of the tunnel uh, through the floor. And it uh, looked like Adam Cole kind of landed on the back of his head, shoulder. There was a, there was a lot of rotation right there, and yeah. he was you know they they showed them afterwards, and he was you know he was selling. It was obvious that he was selling. Um, you know, it's not like when when Phoenix busted his arm, and he's like, oh, that was real. Yeah. Uh, and he's taken. You've mentioned this. He's taken a lot of spots. The air raid crash off the top of the the cage war games. War games. Yeah, he's taken a lot of nasty spots. But man, you never want to see somebody get hurt. You want everything. You know, when like for example, when uh, when Cody did that crossroads off the ladder, it was like, or no, the the suplex, the the superplex yeah. off the off the ladder. Yeah, I was like, wow, they're doing this perfectly. Like they landed as as perfectly as you could do a high risk yeah. spot like that, a high impact spot. Yeah. Um, this looked this looked rough. It was a really fun match. I was kind of surprised nobody bled. Um, but uh, but still, they did some cool stuff. There was the Danhausen bit. There was a bit where Adam Cole went for a low blow, and instead Orange Cassidy uh, uh, had uh, a cup with like studs or tacks or something on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, to you know, and and Cole was selling the arm there. Um, but uh, but no, this and then yeah. So the end, <laughs> Adam Cole thought that a Panama Sunrise with him starting from the top of the tunnel was going to be more impactful than just like a normal Panama sunrise. The physics don't really make a lot of sense, though, no, because he's just looking to blow out his own knees. The brunt of the impact will be on his own own joints and limbs, his yeah, legs. And yeah. yeah, you're looking at blown out knees, broken bones, as opposed to uh, damaging Cassidy any more than he would from a normal uh <laughs> Panama Sunrise or Destroyer type move. Like maybe the impact of his balls to the back of Orange Cassidy's head when he goes down there. I don't know. That would, yeah. <laughs> or or as YouTube in here says, surely the impact of Orange's head would hurt his sack. That's probably more That's likely. More likely. <laughs> it didn't make a lot of sense. Anyways, this said for that crazy spot off the top of the uh, the tunnel. Uh so Orange gets up there. So Cole climbs at the top of the tunnel. Expecting Cassidy to be over there. He's like pretty into the crowd. He's got a huge smile on his face. He looks over and Orange isn't there. And mm-hmm. Orange has had gotten up and started climbing to the top of the tunnel himself. Uh, so uh, uh, Orange is up there. He hits Cole with a low blow and then hugs him and then looks down to the floor. Cole realizes what's about to happen. Tries to free himself. Can't. Orange and Cole tumble uh, to the floor and, and Orange just kind of lands on top of Cole to get the win mm-hmm. since his lights out match it doesn't count against Cole's record um, yeah. I'm still pretty surprised they had Orange Cassidy beat him because it's always been started start and stop with Cassidy he wins the feud with Jericho is mired in kind of a go nowhere feud with Matt Hardy it's always kind of been that with Orange Cassidy and I, and I always kind of thought whoever was going to beat whether it counted against the win loss record or not Adam Cole first was probably going to be fairly impactful and maybe it will maybe this is going to launch Orange Cassidy onto something Grander than he's been involved with so far. I don't know. You know, last week when we were talking about this, you and I were both firmly in the Cole territory. I was able to pad my prediction stats a little bit with this because I went with Orange Cassidy. Because the more I thought about it over the week, the more the points of the friendos had made in the chat that they were making just made a lot more sense. I I really went to the whole – and I I do think, and I think you're with me on this, that I think that Thunder Rosa was – a more surefire bet in terms of her star power mm-hmm. than Britt Baker. And that's why it was okay for Britt to, to lose that lights out match 
because she ended up becoming a bigger star. Yeah, the circumstances of that match were vastly different than Adam Cole walking into this match undefeated, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not something yeah. they have really been harping on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know yeah. The, the losses account against his record, but the perceptions of fans' minds, he's lost a match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that being said, they were able to transition Britain to a bigger star because of that. And I feel like, you know, I was like, okay, plus the plus the way that last match went down uh, with uh, Britt going through the table and then Adam Cole taking advantage of that and beating Orange Cassidy, I was like, okay, I could see. I, I always sort of, because they are very start and stop with Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. You know, it sometimes it doesn't feel like he's as big a star as as he should be. Um, but again, as it was with Sammy winning the TNT title, maybe they view this as a new start for Orange Cassidy be. because he hasn't been doing a whole lot lately. Um, we'll see where that goes. I'm still, I still kind of feel it, it's probably going to be MJF, but I think Adam Cole has a good shot at taking that title off of Hangman Page. Oh um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to make it sound like that. There's a loss to Orange Cassidy is going to derail whatever they have planned for Adam Cole. I just, I, you know, I thought they were going to build up Cole. And have him go undefeated for a bit longer. I know technically yeah. he is, but. yeah. But and that's and that's that's a big technically, you know. It's a big technically. Um. So uh. So yeah. I was looking on Anyways. on Twitter here to see if there's any word on. Oh yeah, Adam Cole or Orange Cassie for that matter, because not like he got got off easy on that fall either. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I can't see anything. Do you see that they announced uh, Tom Lawler for the Prestige show here in town? Man, I did. I know. Lawler, Ty Valkyrie, Leo Rush. There was another name. And uh, MV Young. And oh, yeah. There's yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. else, too. Shoot. March 13th, is that when it is? Mm-hmm. At the Colonial Theater, the mm-hmm. historic Colonial Theater in uh, Sacramento. We're mm-hmm. going to be there. Uh, so if you all want to say hi. If you're in the Northern California area, or if you're not and you want to fly out to it, that's cool too. Uh, got some questions here on the Patreon. And if you have any questions here in the uh, Twitch chat, be sure to yes. highlight them. Uh, Rich says, with how overbooked the main event was, if the shit twins were in an overbooked tag match, who would do our run-ins? So we're in the match. We're in the match. Uh, Enforcer. Enforcer, Cal Jack, Cal, and then Luchando, yeah. and then Luchando, yeah, Adam Mayhem. There you go. Yeah, he'd swerve you and join Team Steel. Well, are we fighting each other? You versus me, or are we a team? Uh, I guess that's unknown. Yeah, no, no idea. David Matushek, do you think when Danhausen arrived in AEW, he put a hex on Adam Cole for him to loot? Clearly, I look like that's what he did. Yeah, I think that the curse was on. Yeah, yes. Uh, Shane's uh, birthday tweet will AEW ever top the first MJF Punk promo off during this feud or will that be the top moment of the feud the match will be good um, oh I think the match will be awesome you know I yeah. think they're trying to get that level of, of, of promo excellence every time out you know it's just it's it's not a given that's going to happen there look you know what I'm not going to I'm not going to well I guess I did criticize them but <laughs> the philosophy of hey these are two guys that are known as the best promos of their generation. Let's give them the people as much as they can possibly handle. You know, you can't really criticize them too much for giving the people what they want. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at 
Moses opposes here has a question. Would Brit's segment have been much more impactful if it set up her next challenger? Yeah. And if so, who? So I'm looking at the rake the rankings right now. And uh, because we're at the beginning of the year, everything reset. So it's a little bit right now it would be uh Layla Hirsch mm. at four and O. Uh I guess below her, because sometimes their math is a little weird. So below her it would be either Red Velvet at three and one or Serena Deeb at two and oh. I don't know if they count wins heavier than well since since Red Velvet just lost lost she's going to go down the rankings. No, I, I'm accounting oh, for that. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, then you'd think that D would probably go up then. If you're two and zero, oh, I know mathematically speaking, but but Red Velvet does have one more win than Serena Deeb does. Uh, Thunder Rosa is only one and zero oh in singles action. I would think at this point, if you're going to get to Revolution, you would need to do some sort of like number one contender match mm-hmm. or tournament. To determine a new number one contender, mm-hmm. um, that would be my guess. Yeah, I would think so too. But yeah, I I, I think it would. If, it if, if if during her thing, she was interrupted by somebody and said, "Hey, I want a shot at that title," and they flip over the table or something, but they didn't do that. They didn't do that. Uh, Bear winning says, "Will Tony Khan license tequila by the champs for Dan House?" Uh, wait, what? That's Danhausen's uh, entrance, I think, or he has used it before. Oh, they, yeah, no, he, yeah, he he does a thing during the match. Well, yeah, they have, yeah, they have to. I would think so during his during his because that's what he does during the match. He does the tequila. He does the Pee Wee Herman dance yeah. thing on the apron. Uh, Flats uh, says there's zero matches announced for Revolution. Any worries about the, that card with only five weeks left? No, five weeks is plenty. Yeah, it's plenty of time. I mean, look, they, they've got to wonk this shit next week in Chicago to to motivate a revolution match between these two. You would think so. Punk, Punk versus MJF has to be a pay-per-view you match. You would think so. End. Yeah, they, they probably have some stipulation or something attached to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, Shavon says, uh, or Chavon says, since Pac doesn't seem to be joining the House of Black at the moment, who do you guys think will be the third man to join them to feud against Death Triangle? He says, why should it be Miro? Mm, Miro just needs to be doing his own thing. Um, I agree. I mean, during their their video package tonight, there was a quick shot of Julia Hart with the eye patch on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Just be Danhausen. <laughs> that would yeah. add an extra dimension to House of Black for sure. <laughs> it should be Orange Cassidy. Uh, let's see here. Sup John says, if AEW's video game is either really good or hilariously bad, would you guys consider streaming that over a WWE game? Why do one or the other? We could do both. Why, yeah. Why make the choice? Yeah, flip a coin on that. We're gonna we're gonna be playing good or bad. We're gonna be checking out two K twenty two. This this is a stellar idea here from uh, Nick Kyle. He says, "Why has AEW not done a number one contenders gauntlet match between the top five participants in the rankings? The higher Ooh. you are, the later Ooh. the match you come out. So you're fifth, tweet, tweet five and that four. At Tony Khan. You're five and four. You're the first two win. That's brilliant. Nick Kyle, tweet that out to, come, great. to Tony Khan. That is we'll retweet great. it. That's a great idea. Uh, oh, this is good." Anansi says, what if the MJF that shows up next week is an NWO MJF? That could be. That could be. Some sort of a cosplay situation, perhaps. Oh, Flat said they did that for FTR's title shot. Oh, they did? Cool. Right on. 
Mikhail, you're a genius. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow. It's our heavy streaming day tomorrow. Yes. So at noon, we've got NXT UK at 2.30, I think we usually do. No, right after that. At 1, we're going to do Numbers Don't Lie. Yeah. And then at 5 well, p.m. Probably Pacific, closer to 1.30. 1.30? Oh, yes. oh, yeah, because UK goes that long. Uh, or we usually yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually <laughs> started like 1.32-ish. Late. We usually are over, yeah. Then, of course, at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, the show everybody loves and looks forward to during the week, including us, Smash Zone. What are you thinking right now, over or under on the whammies? Is it still five and a half, or we bump up to six and a half? I think five and a half probably makes sense. I'll go the over. Ooh, maybe me too. Yeah. Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.